I can't keep working like this. This grave shift is like a slave shift. building what's up i'm taji i'm d'angelo and this is from the plantation to, to the, the station. station what's up y'all it's been a minute taj right. I, know, I know i know i know i know <laughs> i heard a couple of people hit me up like yo like did y'all drop something did i miss it and i'm like yo y'all checking for us like that right i was geeked yeah like my dm's been like yo so when is the next episode like you know you got a good show i love what y'all doing you know Y'all actually are talking about things. It's not like a bunch of, you know, um, yeah. so, um, what is it? Um, you the know, pop culture pop stuff. Culture stuff that, that we ain't your Wendy Williams. Right. We be something else. Right. So I appreciate that, though. Like, yeah. I really appreciate all the good feedback. Positive, and I got some, you know, some constructive criticism <laughs> as well. Right. So that's that's great. And I actually started listening to the episodes, guys. Too. Finally. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I do need to listen. And shout out to, you know, our fellow podcast friends like that be shouting us out. Hello, Queens. <laughs> right. Yes, I was a guest on their show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was representing... From the plantation to the station. That was so much fun. I wish I was there. Yeah, I know. I, know. I wish I was I there. Know. But I'm here now. You know, we got lots to talk about, lots to discuss. Um, both of us have had some, you know, time off and we've had some experiences. So we definitely want to share this, um, those experiences with you guys. Yes. Um, so, yeah, let's get straight into it. So yeah. um, right now, we, we both, we sipping on the same thing. You want to tell me what we sipping on? <laughs> We on that Jack Daniels <laughs> neat. Well, I'm on the neat, uh, but Ty's one of the little chaser the with it. What's the neat? Oh, neat you... means without no ice, no oh. chaser, no nothing. Oh, it's just, yeah. You just take it straight. D'Angelo really trying to get <laughs> fucked up out of here. You wilding out. I don't be trying to. It's just, it's just. Mm. I guess that's that old head in me. Mm-hmm. I could just, I'm, I'm good. Mm-mm. Nah, <laughs> I'm good. Well, yeah, so that's what we sipping on, y'all. I mean, Jack Daniels, I... I I like the honey one, but a lot of people were telling me, like, bruh, don't get that honey one. That's not the one. Like, the regular one is what you get to get you, like, nice. Yeah, it's that the honey is just, I've learned that I can't do too much sugar. So mm. that's why I can't even do mixed drinks. And BBQs, all them... Yeah. Pina coladas with the extra shot. I don't drink no pouring pina coladas. That shit made me go to the bathroom. My stomach be off. I'll be done. So I had to learn. And uh-huh. I had to relax and relate release, which takes us to our signature uh, segment, relax, relate, release. release. Um, if you're not familiar, that is a segment that we release something that happened to us in the past few days or the work week um, and that you need to relax and relate to. So, I'm, hold, hold on. Let me take a moment. Okay. Because we, because we, it's been a minute. Y'all, I know look, it's been a minute for y'all. My hair look fucked up right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it do real bad. Like, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm going to get my mean? shit done tomorrow. Like, for real. Because oh, I have act had, like he out here with... I know. Wait, good thing we ain't on camera. Because, bruh. <laughs> trying to find somebody in Charlotte. I'm like, anybody listening to this podcast in Charlotte? And because I usually don't do shit like this on social media. So, I feel more comfortable on the podcast. And, but, like... Any natural hairstylists, braids, twisted, any barbers in the area, please 
hit me up at fashionista underscore Taj because I definitely need somebody down like that. No, for real. And I don't have. I would anybody. think that they would be down there too. I think they are too, but I'm just like nervous. Like I need to find somebody I could really trust. But I like, feel like it's easier for braiding versus. I don't let everybody line me up. No, yeah, that too. Nah, that's yeah. Nah, no. you're not touching this. Right. Nah, I agree. But braiding, like, I feel like it's it's somebody in a down home. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of natural. It's a lot of natural girls like down there. Like, mm. I feel like majority of the black girls there like wear their natural hair. Like, it's the thing now. So, do you do the whole conditioner and then you like sometimes? Braid it at night? Yeah. Well, no, I don't do all of that. Like, I'm just I just don't have like the patience and the time for it. But yeah. I just like my homeboy up here who um does my hair literally. Like, he does natural hair, all types of hair, but. He, like, every time I go, I try to go every two weeks, and he'll do the wash, the conditioner, when it's time to, like, trim the ends and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, he does that. But, I mean, we ain't even supposed to get in. We don't need to get into all yeah, that. Yeah, no, right no. <laughs> I, I just wanted to touch that. I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, so back to, again, relax, relate, release. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have anything? Um... Yes, let's. Um, you can go first if you want. Do you have anything? Sure. Yeah, yeah you can go I first. Can go first. Um, I had a relax, relate, release with my parents, oh. specifically my mom. Bless her heart. That's my queen. Oh, I love no. her. Um, but then I, when I was a guest on Hella Queens, check out Hella Queens hey. podcast. Um, but when I was a guest on their last episode. I was live streaming. Is that what you call it? Oh, you went live? Yeah, I went live. And I don't really do that all the time, but I went live on my Facebook. So mind you, Facebook for me is like family. That's my cousins, third cousins, aunts, all of them. And I'm also, you know, on Instagram, but that's a little more I could do the little gay jokes and all that shit. I don't do all that on Facebook. Same. But anyway... (laughs) On Facebook, I went live, and then my mom texted me that night. I didn't realize I woke up in, uh, that morning, the next morning, and she's like, oh, call me. And I hit her up, and she's like, um, yeah, so I don't think you should be talking too much about certain things. Like, I don't want to hear about your sexual life Ooh. and this and this. I said, well, you should have cut it off. And she was like, oh, I did <laughs> cut it off. I said, well, there you have it. Like, that's fine. Like, And I, if anybody knows me... They know that I'm very big on respect and, you know, my mom is my queen. And not just because y'all said, but, like, that's that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Like, that's and I agree with that. However, I said, well, you're going to have to get used to some of the topics that I talk about because, and I don't want to say it like this in a vain way, but I am becoming a public figure. I'm finally putting myself out. Not just my art and my work, mm-hmm. but I'm voicing certain things. Yeah. So and that well, is your art. You what you do is a part of your you know your art. Your life is to me is is a piece of art. It's a work yes, of art. Yes. Yes. So that, that is. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So I had to kind of. I'm like, well, moms, you know, would just you know turn it off at that point because we even had conversations about like my cousins and I have <laughs> I have cousins who are sitting up there smoking blunts 11 o'clock in the morning, don't got no job, talking about, I I, I know this nigga just robbed somebody. Like, I know him. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or he fucking with crackheads, putting it on live. And I said, moms, I ain't even doing all that. I'm not putting nobody else's business out there. You know, I'm not making you 
look like a fool. You know what I mean? If this is your son and they happen to come across my page and this is what it is. And I was only talking about just the whole verse bottom top thing because I had to go back. I'm like, damn, oh, did I say shit. something that I didn't want her to know type thing? But it wasn't even that. Like, I didn't say anything disrespectful. You know, I wasn't out of order or anything. But it was something I had to relax and relate to in a sense of just this is me. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm sharing this to aid to what's going on <laughs> right now. What's, mm -hmm. what's real life. And also to just educate your young. Like, believe it or not, she may not know, but there are these kids who are coming out like younger and younger and saying that they're gay. They know what they yeah. like and this and the other. And they need these platforms. And I'm... I'm going to let y'all know right now, this is not the platform really to go to for that. Yeah, but Don't play this <laughs> when you're dropping your child off in the but, morning. Yeah, No, I'm just saying in general, <laughs> even for those kids, like if you're oh, looking yeah, to yeah. find yourself and want to know more about the gay life, this is not that podcast. I mean, I have a few where I can let you listen to, but I mean, I just feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I could guide you, but... <laughs> but I mean, but it. I'm yeah. saying like, you know, that's good that they have that is incorporated in TV now and a lot of these shows and even with the episode of Hella Queens where you were on... You know, someone could be listening to that and they could be like, okay, I understand more or I get it. Like, you know, right. I understand. Even uh, the brother who was on, uh, Reggie Rounds, shout yeah. out to Reggie. Like, I felt like I was putting him on to some things. And the same thing with um, him and, damn, I feel bad. I should know their names, Queens. I'm sorry, forgive me. But, you know, I learned stuff from them. But mm -hmm. it was just sharing, you know, our experiences. So again, taking it back to my mom's, like she just felt some type of way because she just this is not normal for her. She's like, mm -hmm. oh, I just you know listened and old like, yeah, mad old school. So, but I I, I related. I was to about it. to say that. So I want to play devil devil's advocate. So if you was the parent, I mean, but we're kind of living in a new age, new times. But I still feel like as a parent, certain things you don't want to know about your child, and that's why I told her. <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> she was like, because I don't want to block you. I said, you don't have to block me. Yeah. You, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Turned it off. That was it. Yeah, because you say stuff. My mother put shit on Facebook, and I'll be like, mom, why did you say that? Baby like, girl. why did you do that? <laughs> hey, She'd be on some hood shit, and I'll be like, mom, like, you weren't supposed to put, like, they don't know Facebook etiquette. You know what I'm saying? We right. grew up with this. Like, mm -hmm. they're still getting adjusted mm -hmm. to what this is. Like, it's, it's, it's a different thing so yeah that was my relaxation. thank god my mom don't be posting shit like this she memes it up like my mom loves a meme like she'll meme it up about like black woman this and that yes, like, she always do like those and then she'll have like her sons and if it's our birthday or like my, my, my nephew her grandson she'll do shit like that but that's what's up that's funny, but I ain't mad at moms though. Moms, she, I mean, she, she like was pushing it. it. I'm she like, like, look, nah, don't be getting. She like, don't be getting ratchet on my timeline. Okay, <laughs> and that's what again, turn it off. <laughs> uh, so my relaxed release release isn't, I guess, so drastic like that. But um, so I want to, I got a few, but I think I'm gonna talk about one today. Okay. So one of them is supporting black businesses mm, we talked about this before too okay. we did yeah we did well i think before i was I, well i feel consider myself to be very pro-black i love being black i love black people all of that stuff but it's just like moving to north carolina and not just there because i've noticed it here as well mm. excuse me 
I just, I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to keep hanging on this train for supporting black businesses. I swear to y'all. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny no more. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do it because I've seen ex- certain experiences and certain things where I'm just like, yo, black people, this is why I mm. see why a lot of people don't support. Like customer service and stuff? Customer service, service period, the products. Mm. It's just bad. Like, y'all don't, it's like y- a lot of y'all just do shit. And I mean, I know it's yours, but that don't mean you're supposed to just do it whatever way you want and just like, you Word. know, not treat the customer the way they should be treated and offering them the great service that they need like mm-hmm. that's why I will go I'm sorry sometimes I will go run to white people first for certain so things unfortunate. unfortunately like I'm not <laughs> I'm sorry it's been situations like oh girl uh, a friend of mine was on her she did a whole live session on Instagram about she bought some shoes some sneakers some like luxury sneakers luxury items from this guy on Instagram and she got all her shit and it was fake she did a whole thing, like, atting him on it, putting him on blast. Like, your shit is fake as hell. I'm not supporting Ooh. you. Like, that's fucked up. It's like, damn. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to put money in your your pocket, brother. Right. Like, are you really out here doing this to me? Same thing with one of my other friends. They got a job. And I'm not even going to say where they work in education. And basically, you know, these two sisters, they was opening up their own charter school. Mm. And, you know, they bought my friend on, got him a job, all of this other stuff. And he was working there. And, you know, he was used to, like, you know, doing certain things. They were used to doing certain things, too. But he was telling them, like, listen, this is, like, state regulations. Like, you have to follow these things. They weren't trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Trying to do their own thing. Trying to do their own. So him and the girl would, like, basically butt heads. Do you know they motherfucking laid his ass off? Oh, shit. Laid his ass off after just, like, him being there for, like, a good three months, I think. Mm. And then, let's not even mention, they wasn't even paying some of them for, like, a good two or three months because they didn't get the funding from the state. So, that's what I'm like, this is black people shit. I'm like, I can't. Ain't no way in hell. White people, if you don't got the state funding, all of this, you wouldn't be hiring people. You wouldn't be putting them in schools. You wouldn't be having students in there doing all of this other stuff. And I'm just like, yo... Like what the fuck was y'all doing? And it's doing? unfortunate because I feel like we that causes the opportunity to educate mm-hmm. some of the black people to be like, okay, real low key, you fucking me over, but I'm gonna let you know this is a better way to do it. But I don't have time to educate all the time. Mm-mm. I purchased something from you. I made an agreement. Not if you got a master's degree, bitch. <laughs> Them bitches got master's degree. You know better. You have better common fucking sense. But than I'm. That's an example. Well, not maybe not just, common sense, but just, yeah, exactly because it's a lot of educated motherfuckers out here without common sense. I don't know if you hitting me with a black business, I'm going to look sideways for it, maybe, and, that's and I'm gonna be like, I'm like, I don't know, I gotta see who ordered from you if your shit is legit. See, and that's why I feel like too, where you shouldn't be. Not saying that it's bad, but this is an example of why you don't put red, green, and black. On the cover of your fucking logo. <laughs> like, I'm not even, y'all don't even know who the fuck I am until you meet me right. type of thing. You know what I mean? Because I'll, if I've had all these experiences, like you explain it. I'm not going to go I'm not going to fuck so with you. I'm going to be like, I'm like, oh damn, that, that's the, I did it today. I'm like, a black person own that black, um, that liquor store? I ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going. But it was like, nah, I was like, all right, cool. Because I'm just, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to hang on there. I'm still on there, but... I'm about to hit hit get off at my stop and not get back on that train again. Yeah, for real. That's real. But I just wanted to share that. So I mean, if I know it's some good ones out there, 
If y'all know any, please direct me to them because the bad ones I'm just not fucking with. Not if you know any. Um, there's there are plenty. <laughs> uh, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that's when when we do come across the good ones. That's when I feel like it's our responsibility as well to share that with other mm-hmm. people. Like, yo, check out my girl. She does this. She yep. does that. Or I went to this bakery and they were great. You know, like I try to promote the good experiences that mm-hmm. I did have with black business. Share those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. Share those. So um, we're going to get into what this episode's topic. So you want to share? That? This topic or this episode, um, again, I'm still just settling in. I'm just so happy to see Taj. <laughs> like, it's been a minute. I know. Yeah, I it's know. been a minute. I'm and just again, happy I'm... to be here talking with you and just like, you know, we haven't t- like we talk, but we haven't like sat down in the studio by here, here, y'all. Hey, and we just like you know we we are here, we in yeah, here, we yeah. out here. We so are here. It has been a minute, and I miss it. So. Yeah, I just wanted to soak that up real quick. Y'all. <laughs> you know, be present. Um, but yeah, so this uh, episode we're gonna uh, mainly focus on getting into a job, your experiences, and in interviewing um, and applying. Well, mm-hmm. I, I guess I should reverse that. Applying and interviewing. To then getting into exactly. the job. Exactly. It's a whole process. Because yeah. even when you get into the job and you did all that, you got to, what, that 30, that 90, 90 day, day probation? probation. Mm-hmm. That's some real shit. So oh, I'm in um, we're going to just share with you some of our experiences um, with that and our suggestions. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're out of state or in state and looking for a job or anything, this can go for somebody that's looking for their first or second job at Walmart mm-hmm. or somebody who's stepping into the corporate world or it's so many circumstances. We all got to make a living. Right. So it's, it's, it's all important. And in don't how you forget approach it. also, I'm sorry. Don't forget also, mm-hmm. you guys can also email if you have any experiences or anything you guys like to share as well. I mean, anonymously or, you know, if you guys don't mind us saying your name, I mean, well, no, we don't say names here. So everything will be anonymously. Um, and from the plantation to the station at gmail.com. You guys yes. can always email us. But yes, yes. Um, so you want to start? Um, or do you want me to start? Um, you can start. Um, so, well, you guys recently, if you haven't been tuning in, which you should be, um, <laughs> I recently moved to North Carolina, Charlotte. What's up? What's up? The Queen City. <laughs> <laughs> from, because you just, oh, yeah, from um, Jersey, the New York area, whatever. Um, so it's been an experience. I've literally, you know, when D'Angelo told me he wanted to talk about this, I was like, yo, I really can, you know, share my experience because it's been quite, you know, a, a journey. Mm. But um, just applying to jobs is just crazy in general. Like, you know, there's thousands of people applying to all of the same jobs and, you know, they're coming in, they're looking, whoever, they, nine times out of 10, sometimes it used to be back in the day, I heard a person who was to be looking. Now I feel like a lot of companies are just using a machine and they're looking for certain keywords and things like that for your resume to have. And actually, yeah, that's the thing. Let's start on there. So before applying, you need to make sure that the resume is legit. Yes. Like the resume must have whatever job you're looking for, whatever, you know, read over that job description and your job, your resume must match it in some type of way. They're looking for keywords that, you know, that kind of relates to the job that you're going for. So you want to just be, you know, you want to be 
mindful of that as well. And you want to don't always let like, oh, zero to or three to five years um, experience, let that kind of um, discourage you either, because that's sometimes that shit don't mean nothing, to be mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. for real. Like, if you know the job and you have some experience in it, like, that three to five years doesn't fucking matter. Right. It really, really doesn't. But anyway, after you've done that, I think, you know, you want to elaborate more on the applying part? Well, I was going to elaborate more on the resume part. Okay, like, like you said, that's really first and foremost yeah. because they just don't know who you are, mm-hmm. period. So the first contact is... A resume, resume yep. because I'm saying, hey, I'm interested in this job, but now I'm, let me send you my credentials. Mm-hmm. So I could be skilled in retail for five years, and before that I was in hospitality, but now I'm applying for an assistant manager position for something. Mm-hmm. Don't let your uh, experience discourage you for a position that you think that you are capable of fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing. Because there are a lot of people who get these jobs who don't have direct experience in that position, but their experience says that they may be qualified for this position. Especially if you in if you in if it's a higher position and you already work for the company, it's even easier. Like sometimes it's literally like, bitch, do who you know? Do you know this person? Do you know? Oh, I know him. Yeah, that's my homeboy. Okay, let's bring him in this position. Yeah. Because honestly, they not nine times out of ten, they not really looking for people who know or have the experience in that. Sometimes it's literally who you know. And the biggest thing they train you. Yeah, exactly. However, with that though, that's an investment, and the company knows that. They know that they're taking a chance on you. Mm-hmm. by training you because mm-hmm. they could still like we said in that in that 90 days say like okay you're not Bye, a bitch <laughs> peace okay <laughs> but the whole thing is you want to s- convince them through email and convince them through resume that I'm willing to sit down with you mm-hmm. and that I'm qualified for that once you get in you should be able to kill it mm-hmm. okay so that's what I'm going to take y'all to the phone interview because nowadays these oh new fucking God. companies, it's like Monday yes, they used to pull your application. Whole... Oh, can you come right. in? Blah blah. Nope. Is now is can you? Are you able to take a call? Video, <laughs> video. They do the whole video joint. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, like, and so you got to sit here. You might have be sitting in, in your drawers, but you got a button up uh-huh. on <laughs> the tie. <whatever>. Right. You <laughs> don't, they don't know what's below. What's right. But you sitting there ready. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like for the whole uh, video interview, but. With that, too, the whole thing is, it. what I would say is, if you just get me in there to talk to somebody, I'm good. I can convince you. I can sway you. Mm-hmm. I can tell you. I can elaborate on a lot of stuff. I need that, So that is, <laughs> <laughs> that's when that cover letter comes in, y'all. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Even if you, I apply for some jobs and they mean shit. And people even told me, they're like, you're overqualified. And I'm like, bitch, give me this job. Like, I proved it. I said that I gave you all the credentials, but you know you want to be um, over prepared in a sense mm-hmm. than just to give them something minimal. Right? You know what I mean? Like they're not going to know that you led a team of sixty plus, or they're not going to know that you were a part of the hiring process, or they're not going to know certain details if you don't get that interview. Mm-hmm. And that's when they say, do you have any questions? Do you have this? Like, that's the moment for you to go in and elaborate on how you're qualified. So you want to make sure that your resume is fulfilled. But that cover letter, 
That cover letter is saying, hey, I know about your company. I am interested in your company. I'm interested in what you've done. And congratulations on you being this. And that, Like, they want to know that you're aware of who they are and exactly what position that you're applying for. And then on top of that, I have my resume. So then they're like, okay, yeah, come in for an interview. D'Angelo, you just taught me something. I've had cover letters, but sometimes, like, cover letters are different to me. Like, certain people, you know, you write... I was always taught that your cover letter literally describes... It's like an introduction to your resume. It describes yeah. you. But then the way you're describing it now is more so like, I'm letting you know what I know about the company. I'm educating, yeah. like, what my education, what the research I've done. So that's actually something I would kind of change to in my because then it is kind of like giving you one, like, foot, like, one step ahead of everyone else because it's like letting you know before I even get to the interview that I've done the research on this company. I know yes. what you guys are doing. And stuff like that. So I think that is a good way. Because they um, ask you that. They're like, well, so what do you know about us? I hate that question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about this position? You be sitting there like, uh, uh shit. Uh, I just thought. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. if you send that cover letter, that you already gave them an idea of what you've learned so far. And uh, we all bullshit it. So I'm not <laughs> saying, you know, like you really mean it. Uh-huh. But. You know, give them that. Like, be 10 steps ahead of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the process. So, boom. Now, I sent my cover letter. I sent my resume. And they're like, oh, yes. I want you to talk to Stacy Friday. Perfect. So, let me talk to Stacy. So, this is where I come in. Because before you get to that interview, y'all need to be making sure that y'all are looking like you're ready for an interview. Because yes. some of Let's y'all motherfuckers, it, oh, my God. Like, I recently went on a few interviews moving down there, and I can, I was shocked at what some of these people... So, because, you know, I work... Well, we work in fashion. Mm-hmm. Majority of, you know, the other candidates I'm going up against are women. Mm-hmm. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe how some of these girls was dressed going to these damn interviews. This one girl had on a jumpsuit. You know what? A black Shorts. jumpsuit. No. It was pants, but it was like a jumpsuit, like... I was trying to figure out how Sis. was that professional. Like, had on a jumpsuit with sandals. Sandals uh, with heels. And you I just was telling like, me you about to go to Burger King real quick. That's what you wear right. to Burger King. Like, I mean, it was a beautiful, nice day outside, <laughs> sis, and the jumpsuit was cute, but you could have wore that shit after the interview. Right. Throw your ass on a pencil skirt, button up some pants, a suit, whatever. Yeah. You're going to an interview, and it was at a corporate office. Mm. So mm-hmm. I just was like, and then the guys, like, everybody be like, oh, yeah, khakis. And this. I'm sorry, no offense to who wear khakis, but I was never brought up to wear khakis to an interview. You're supposed to put dress pants on, right. dress shirt, tie. Yeah, not black people do... know that. You know what your your Sunday best is. Exactly. Put and that I, on. I be hearing people like, oh, yeah, I put on some khakis and a button-up shirt. No. no. This ain't the gap, okay? No. So uh-uh, we ain't doing that. And so, unfortunately, not to cut you off, but good. we have to work harder to get half. Exactly. So it's already as a, a black man, and don't be a gay black man. I really got to come in that bitch just not too much. Yes. But just enough. Tone it down. You know what I mean? Like, I went into a Sears button up, <laughs> tie, and she's like, sir. And I'm like, yeah, I worked in Manhattan. I did this. And she's like, you're overqualified. Mm. Bitch, it doesn't matter. Hire me. Like, yes. what the fuck? However, I got the job. Mm. <laughs> But I knew that I had to exceed. You know what I mean? I had to go a little further and not look like my counterparts that were in here interviewing with me, too. They might be as qualified, but I'm at least showing you that I am beyond professional. Mm -hmm. I'm beyond what the fuck you would expect type of thing. So, yeah, that's very important. Um, 
and it's different for women and men, but it's not so much of women always have to be in skirts or what have you, but... That's why I said pants, too. I mean, suit, pants, suit, skirt, suit, whatever. I mean, floats their boat. I feel like you think of, like, church. Or dress. Yeah, I mean, you can wear a professional office dress. Um, yeah. Just being... Just things that are, you know, um, appropriate for the office. Like, I just feel like you should not be coming in club wear. And nine times out of ten, it's not the women I see. It's majority of the time it's the men that are just not dressing, you know, yeah. correctly or appropriate for going on interviews. And I don't know. I'm not trying to badmouth anybody or talk down. And maybe they just don't know. But that's why, you guys... I'm hoping that this, you know, episode is being shared with other people so that they can learn and know. You know what I'm saying? They can and be I'm educated. Gonna, I'm going to share something with y'all because this is interesting for me in regards to black men and being professional. Mm-hmm. I had a neighbor one day. He was old enough to be my father, at least 20, 25 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And he knew because he had seen me in suits and ties. And he like, yo, one morning, literally, I'm walking out, getting into my car. He like, can you help me in my tie? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'll help <laughs> you. And he like, I'm like, where are you going? He, I'm going to court. And it's sad that when a black man <laughs> got to put on a tie, he's going to court. And I had to show this 40-some-year-old man yeah. how to tie a tie. Mind you, I know the Windsor knot. I know the foreign hand knot. All the it's different knots that you make with uh, ties, yeah, neckties. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just know a tie. But my tie. man I didn't know none knots. of the like. He didn't know how to tie his tie. Mm-hmm. But he was at least saying like, okay, I know I got to go in this bitch. Yeah. And be on my shit. Dead. Mind you, he was probably going in for some child support shit or whatever. <laughs> but I'm dead. I got him together. <laughs> but my point in saying. And I even, I'll throw this one in too. I worked um, in a, a recreational center and it was uh, one of the little boys. So I taught all the boys how to tie their ties. And so we had a like uh, end of the year recital type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, Mr. Scott, look, I mm-hmm. made my own tie. Like he was so proud. And then it made me proud. Like, oh shit. Like you really I could definitely, did you never thought about doing that? Like teaching? Uh, I could I definitely did, see but... you like being like a teacher, like young boys or something like that, or a social worker. Like I think you could do that. Uh, not full time, but I need to get back to my volunteer shit because that was when I was volunteering. That mm-hmm. was like in my early twenties or whatever. But yeah, I say that to say that it's it's unfortunate that that's um, yeah, very small, so, yeah. but it should be a staple, mm-hmm. you know, in our culture. It should be... In our community. Yes. You, yeah. Like, you should know how to tie a tie mm-hmm. yeah. for yourself, period. You might not have a three-piece suit. Right. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> might not be all the way together, but you at least know, I'm about to go to this interview and put on this dress top and tie my tie and I know how to do it myself type of thing. So, again, it, it's the appearance. It's the effort. And then they have the interview. You walk into that room. You're sitting yes. down with Stacy, <laughs> and Stacy is asking you these questions. And you know, D'Angelo is confident, man. I could sit in there. Taj is the total opposite. I get in front of this lady. I could look so good. I'm shitting bricks. I have <laughs> fucking didn't know until like me and D'Angelo kind of talked about this like before, and mm, I'm like, I yo. I have super, super anxiety when I'm in interviews. Like, mm. I kind of, like, start stuttering, choking up. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't know. I think that one year when I was, like, going on heavy interviews, like, 
after a while, it just started. I started to be comfortable, but it's just like when you have an interview, when that's first time back going in, mm-hmm. I'm like super, like, like super nervous, like super just anxious mm-hmm. all the time. Which I think one good thing somebody did tell me is like, yo, just breathe, like, just mm-hmm. take a breath, Literally, take your time. Yeah. Don't like rush it when you're they're talking to you. Like you know, just look at it as a conversation. Even one of my my two current um coworkers, they was like, you know, I literally just took our interviews before we got this job. It was like I just look, I just had a conversation. That was mm. it. Like we sat down, we you, had a believe conversation. Believe it or not, you're interviewing them as exactly, well. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what they said. It was like, yo, we just sat down, we had a conversation with each other, and it just went smooth. And the next thing I knew, I got the job. So I kind of just went into things like that. And even the job that I just got, honestly, the interviews, I went, I had two interviews in the same day with four different people. Mm. And then I met with the HR leader or something like that after I interviewed with them. So it was kind of like three interviews. Mm. But I was so comfortable in that interview, I think because I had been already interviewing so much. And then I was just like, you know what? I want this job. And I know I'm more than qualified. So I think, as you were saying before, I think that's a good quality to have is just confidence, period. Like you need to go into there and like, own it and be confident like if you know your shit you know you can do that fucking job even if you kind of skeptical and not really sure if you can do it don't let them see that yeah don't let them see that so i mean is anything you want to share when you get no well i was just going to ask you with that i guess you kind of answering that like what did you develop to get you through that like what i think practice research um, asking other people, reaching out. And I think as also as a as you know, being someone a part of the black community, as a black community period, we are so afraid to ask each other for help or ask each mm. other for advice. And I think, you know, being that, you know, I have so many friends and I mean I thank God for every last one of them and blessing even you, you know, you have these people who you can talk to and ask them if you're not super like confident about certain things. Yeah. Because sometimes That's I think right. even as a man Sometimes, you know, I don't want to come across as, like, you know, weak or not knowing something, especially when you look at me as being a confident person. Mm. But sometimes, you know, you got to step back and be like, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm flawed. There's certain right. things uh. that I, you know, am not perfect about yeah. I'm, and I don't know everything about. So it, it's okay to reach out to your big brother. It's okay to reach out to your little brother, your little mm. sister, your big sister, whoever, and ask them, like, yo, like, when you prepare for interviews, like, what do you do? Like, wh- how do you gain that confidence? So I know I have a friend who researched, like, fucking crazy. Mm. Like, research everything. Like, I'm going to even research down to the questions I'm going to ask, the questions they're going to ask you, how to ask them. Like, show me how to write certain things down. And don't be afraid to have pull out a piece of paper. For my interview, I had a list of questions for them. I'm like, listen, I hope you guys don't Ooh, mind. I have a, a piece one, of paper. I have, you know, I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything. I had a list of questions that I wanted to ask you guys. And they loved it. She See, loved okay, that. She's so, like, I'm so, she like, you ask great questions. I love that you, yes. you know, wrote them down. Because they're interested us. in that. They're, mm-hmm. they're curious about that. So uh, not to cut you off, but. No, I'm good. I want to catch it. <laughs> but I want to catch it right when you said that. Like, that's another part of this whole process. So you send in your cover letter, your resume, you get into the interview, and that is the infamous question. So do you have any questions? You never want to say no. no. <laughs> you never, you never want to say no, yes. and then you don't also, now it's old to be like, so how did you move up in the company? Oh, no. How did you? Like, that's old now. Yeah. Like, they're kind of expecting that. Or di- or worded differently. Like, which what has your experience been here at this company? Exactly. Something yes. like that. Yes. And you want to at, at least ask three questions. If you if you can't ask that, you don't have that in many, the minimum should be three. 
I always say three. I at can least see that. three. Yeah. At and then if you only have one, it needs to be heavy. Mm-hmm. It needs to like make them step back and be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And okay, then you know you ask the good questions because right. I've asked that. When they have to sit there and think, like I always ask a question. So basically how I break them down, ask about how their experience um, was in the company. I always ask about the company itself, like how um, how does the company's values relate to the candidates that they want to hire? Mm, so that's, that's another thing one. that I always ask because I'm like, what is it that the company does? Like what is it like – why – like persuade me that to believe that this company is a great company for me to work right, for. Right, right. And, then, and you ask that in a nice way, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ones that I recently asked was, um, what did I say? Uh... <laughs> Look at my he taking notes over there. That's our, <laughs> I ain't nothing wrong with that. That's right. Good. <laughs> um, I asked, oh, what's your training process yep, like? Yeah, that's a good one. And they were like, oh. I said, yeah, you know, I'm, I've been really involved in um, the onboard process and bringing people on people on uh you know to our team mm-hmm. and that immediately says a lot about how the company operates mm-hmm. but what they expect and how they move forward you know with everything so it, it it's it's a lot of different questions you can ask but always ask a question at the right. end when they ask you say yes i do have a question even if you got to say oh give me a moment <laughs> <laughs> but don't be like nope that's it no though that's the worst yeah don't so, mm-hmm. don't do that so then after that after you shook hands you thank the person for taking the time out to interview you you want to follow up with that thank you letter yes those are super important do you want to get into that DM? go ahead because <laughs> i feel like you already got <laughs> no i mean if you want to you can no that's it like you literally need to Okay, well, I'll ask you, is it within three days for you? So I hear I hear different things. So I hear some people say the next day. Some people say with three days, um, um, email. Some people, I know mail. Um, there was one incident where I actually went back to the actual place and mm. left it with the receptionist So and like yes, bought a card. that makes a difference. And it was like a thank you card and left it with them. And that actually, even though I didn't get that job, but they, because I like had a great interview and I think I did that, was what made them um, pretty much um, reach out to another department and put me as a candidate for their department as well. And, and so if if you don't mind, I'm just going to add with that too. Like you have to keep in mind when you're interviewing with these jobs or different people, just because you don't get it doesn't mean that your efforts mm-hmm. went wherever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's still, you don't know who you're running into. Mm-hmm. I've met so many different people where I didn't expect to see them five years later. But they remembered how they mm-hmm. interviewed me. Mm-hmm. They remembered the three weeks we worked together mm-hmm. or whatever. And now they're the executive this and mm-hmm. the regional manager. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to burn a bridge. You build those, those relationships. And I used to joke about that. Like, I used to torch bridges. Like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I ain't going to see you for the rest of my life type shit. Right. But you never know how this really plays right. out. So, you know, wherever you go, you're still making a difference. And you're still exhibiting like who you are Mm -hmm. so in that thank you letter i always try to you know definitely thank the person for taking the time out Mm -hmm. for interviewing you um you definitely want to bring up points within the interview that you remember that they said yes um that they talked about 
um, whatever thing that you like the most about the company. And basically, you know, how, you know, you feel even more confident about from talking to them. You feel like you're the perfect candidate. Um, you hope to hear from them soon, blah, 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 all of that other stuff. You know, thank you, your name. That's it. Yeah. And I know that there are different um, situations or different places that you may be applying for. This could be way up there corporate where you're, you know, applying to be the assistant manager of the Executive whole department. Assistant or but this is the same for somebody who's trying to be the lead retailer at Marshall's. Or it's shit, it's even never bad work, yeah, to even over if you're working at McDonald's. Bro, yeah, like, seriously. It's never... I'd rather be the overachiever than be somebody who's just m mixed with the crew of people who are not really trying to go any further. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter exactly what sector, you know, you're um, going for. So this is applies to uh, nursing. This applies to um, uh, the educational system, the corporate world or whomever. You, it's a different approach and you're basically trying to convince someone of your character and your good qualities, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, wherever you are. So don't think this like, oh, okay, well, I ain't got to do that much because I'm only going for this job. No. Be over. Be 10 steps ahead right. of everybody, not only your boss but your team. That's what gets you the job, man. Yes, that gets, you the, gets job, you the job. That gets you the job. That gets you the leeway. <laughs> they leave you alone they, because they know they can depend on you and that you are, you're, you're an overachiever. Mm-hmm. So, which leads us to the next, um, uh, I guess, step in the process, you getting the job offer. All right. So, you got the job offer. Then what happens? So, you either accept or you decline or Because, negotiate. and let me <laughs> add this, too, because this is like we said earlier, you're interviewing them, too. Mm -hmm. There's some jobs you're going to interview and you'll be like, oh, y'all on that? Oh, I'm straight. Mm -hmm. Like, you good. But when you're interviewing for these jobs and applying for jobs, you should be applying so much that you have options. Right. My goal is in three weeks, I should have three jobs or two jobs telling me like, hey, I'm offering you this. I'm offering you that. That was me. And I'm telling <laughs> the job like, yo, well, they said they're going to give me this. Mm -hmm. So what you want? That's exactly the same that situation the I went through. I was like, listen, I got a job offer from this other place and I actually really wanted a other job and it was kind of taking longer. So I was like, um, so I just got an offer and I'm not sure, you know, I didn't say, well, I'm not sure it was taking y'all so long, but basically... I'm like, you know, thinking about accepting this, and I just want to know before I accept this if yeah, you guys exactly. were. And you, you have know, the right to exactly. do that. Exactly. Shorty told me straight up, like, hold on a second. Don't accept <laughs> that offer. I'm just, I need to go talk to some more people or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, she hit me with an offer that was actually even better than the last one. And go. that's how it worked out. There you go. Um, if you're not happy with the offer, I'm going to say this too, because people, I feel like they'd be scared to negotiate too. But you can negotiate, too. If you know your worth, you know your experience, and you know you deserve more, do not be afraid to negotiate. You have the right. And that's why I do believe what D'Angelo is just saying to you guys, definitely have options. You want to have options. Yeah. Period. You have to. You have mm -hmm. to for yourself. Like, it, it, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Even when, you know, we talked about this before in um, different positions that we had. Like, I've had some jobs that I just hated. <laughs> But I knew I had to take it yeah. because I needed to feed myself right. and my family. Right. You know what I mean? Like, So I did what I did. But my approach was still, let me let you know what my worth is. Mm -hmm. I am worth it. 
and leave me the fuck alone. So once I get in here, <laughs> don't be on my back like I'm just a motherfucker that's calling off all the time or just doing whatever, you know. But we run it down on time. Um, right. I hope y'all got all that. Right. Like, it's a lot. We still yeah, catching up, gym. and I'm just still excited to see Taj. I missed him. <laughs> But this has been great. Um, we always want to end y'all with uh, something positive, right? Um, and to, oh, and before you get into that, like yeah, yeah. definitely, 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 um, if you if you're not gonna use all of those gems we just dropped, we just dropped off some gems to we y'all, did. like for real. Like a lot of people, you don't understand. I understand that interviewing process is hard. It's rough out here. I'm telling you, anywhere you go. So definitely, if you're not gonna use all of them, take at least one of those things and utilize them if you're going on a job and you, you know, you interview and you want this job, like, for real. Or if you hear this, it might not be for you, but it might be for somebody else. Right. Share it with them. Let them know, like, because this this is real shit. Yep. Whether you're going to Wendy's, uh, uh, Arby's, or what y'all have, do y'all have a... Bojango. We used to have rallies. Y'all have a checkers? I have not seen. We have checkers here in checkers Jersey. Rallies. I haven't seen no damn rallies down there. <laughs> I seen a Bojangles <laughs> and some other shit. I just can't eat Zachby's, all of this. I don't eat chicken. Yeah. No meat, so I don't eat none See, of that. See, it don't matter. Wherever y'all <laughs> at, I'm, whatever job you go to, be prepared. Be 10 steps ahead. And be on your shit. Oh, they got cookout down there, though. That shit. I can't eat chicken, but them Cajun fries is so good. You still ain't <laughs> eating chicken? No, like you still ain't eating chicken. I ain't eating <laughs> well, no meat. Why I want him to eat chicken? Y'all. I ain't eating no meat, y'all. But anyway, <laughs> let's leave you guys off with two positive, you know, quotes that we both come up with. D'Angelo always has better ones, so I'm gonna let D'Angelo not better first. ones. <laughs> Taj be on his personal, so he uh, always right. get us together too. But uh, we have different ones. <laughs> um, well, I got one from y'all for y'all from Napoleon Hill. Thought for the day. Who's that? Um, that's the one I told you that he wrote. Uh, Think and grow rich. Back in the day, it's like the old the secret. You read the secret. Okay, I know the yeah. secret. It's kind of like that type of thing. Okay. But I get daily emails. Um, but this quote is: "Failure is not a disgrace if you have sincerely done your best." Mm. So. I want to kind of intertwine or kind of mix that with what we were just talking about, just putting your best foot forward. You know, it's it's only a failure if you keep repeating it. If you fail and then you acknowledge how you fell and why you failed and work accordingly, that's different. You know, so again, failure is not a disgrace if you have sincerely done your best. Mm. So if you've done your best, that's it. <laughs> I did my best. Right. I did my best in this interview. I did my best in having this conversation with my mother about <laughs> such and such. I had this uh, situation with my boss or whatever. I did my best. Like, that's it. So it's only a failure if you just keep repeating the same thing. But you, if you put your best foot forward and do as best as you can, like, this is as much as you can do. And it's okay. Does that make sense? No, it does. I okay. agree. I agree. And I, and I, because of what you just said, I'm going to piggyback on something because I feel like, you know, when I first got to North Carolina, it was rough. It was rough. I had my time. I mean, I think, I think I, I, I feel like I called you at one time when I wasn't like in the best space. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't in the best space. And we had that conversation. And D'Angelo actually, you know, 
made me feel better because I was kind of like stuck in that space. I wasn't really talking to anybody. And, and all of my friends know, like when I'm going through whatever, I kind of like just stay to myself, which I'm working on. But anyways, um, I'm just going to say depression isn't the ultimate end. Like, I think people think when they're in depression and they're depressed, like, that's the end all, be all. Like, I'm going to be stuck in this. Like, there's no way of me getting out. I'm going to just kind of just be depressed. And I've been there. I felt like that. And it's just not the end. Like, honestly, it's ways of getting yourself out of that. Like, we said before, like, you can reach out. You can call, you know, a professional. You can call a friend, call a parent, whoever you need to speak to, to get out of that shit because it's not. That shit is serious, first of all, and it's not a good feeling it's at not all. The end. It's That's not a good. It's, it's really not the important. end. It's really not yeah. the end. Like literally, like you know, I was in it, and I kind of just like you know, I got I I, sp- I spoke to a lot of my friends. I spoke to my mom, and you know, you just gotta push yourself. Like I just was doing shit just to make sure. Like I know that's not where I want to be. Mm. So I'm gonna leave y'all with that. And yes. Ooh, now I just received yeah. something on that one, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so next time, y'all, thanks for tuning in again. Thank and, you. and definitely, like I said before, early in the episode, if you guys have any topics you guys want to talk about, anything you guys want to share, you can always hit us via email at from the plantation to the station at gmail.com. Till next time, or y'all. hit us up oh. on Instagram too. Oh yeah, hit oh yeah, you can slide in the DMs. Yes. Um, was it from the plantation to, to the, the station. station? That's on IG, or if you you know want to hit us either on our own Instagram, that's fine. What's your too. personal one? Or do you, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I feel like <laughs> they already know. They go right. They, they already know get in now. anyway. Yeah, All right, so. where mine is uh, D'Angelo's world. Yeah. And yours is? At fashionista underscore. Yeah. Hit us up. Now, we done gave y'all all these segues. Y'all better hit us up. Right. Let and us share the podcast. Share with y'all friends. We definitely working on getting it on more platforms for y'all we as are. well. Because we I know people have been telling us, like, oh, it's just on SoundCloud. Yeah. We need more. So we definitely working on that. Don't, you know, just give us a little bit of time. And don't forget us to hit us in the email or via DM, Instagram, whatever the case yes, may be. Yes. So peace to next peace. time. Peace. <laughs>